Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, episode number 24, I think it is. Let me double check that because I don't want to be making any mistakes. Um, fuck, if it's 24, that's not bad. Even 23 is pretty cool. Yeah, so it's 23. Nice. Um, how has your week been, guys? My week's been pretty good. I When did I last record? It is currently Saturday, the 11th of December. The 11th. Same date as my birthday. Obviously not in December, though. My birthday is in August. Um, nice. Yeah, this week's been pretty good. I um, So I recorded Thursday last week, which means that I trained over the weekend. I think I wrote some notes on this. I fucking died. Big time. Saturday and Sunday. It was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if I was just dehydrated or what. Probably like probably likely that I was just dehydrated. But I bombed so hard. Um, it was not fun. I was I felt fine after my, my run. I was like, I feel pretty good. I said to Caitlin, I was like, I feel pretty good. Like, that surprised me. I thought I was going to die because it was 16Ks off the bike. I was like, thought I was going to, you know, struggle a bit more, but felt pretty good. So, um, yeah was happy then got back home had a shower and then that's when it set in like it was my processing time was just you know five seconds too slow i wasn't answering to things i wasn't really listening i was just zoning out i was in my own little world and then i would say stuff and it wouldn't really make any sense um yeah so that was fun and then the same thing happened on sunday i had a 23k run on sunday morning yeah 23k run no yeah i had a 23k run then a swim and then after the swim, like I had a sauna and then that was it. Like I was done. I think the sauna was probably a mistake because I was already, you know, I'd already sweat heaps. I was probably dehydrated from Saturday. Then I was dehydrated again after the run because I don't bring anything with me when I run anything less, I think 25. No, actually I lied. Anything less than 30, I don't bring anything with me. I just run it. It's probably not a smart move. So don't live by my, um, my rule because it's wrong. I, yeah was just dehydrated then i was like fuck it i'll have a swim swam two and a half k's and i was like you know what i'll just jump in the sauna for 20 minutes as well no worries and then yeah got in the car and i was just like you know i was all over the place wasn't making any sense so i was just rambling gibberish and yep it was a good day great day great day of not making any sense at all um so happy days that also what what else happened during the week Train this week was fucking hard, man. Holy shit. I think my notes hasn't updated properly. Um, yeah, my this week was fucking hard training-wise. I had so much running. I ran... So, obviously, ran 23 Sunday. Then, Monday, I didn't have any running, which was really nice. I had, like, 90-minute ride and then a, and a pretty decent swim. And then, Tuesday was... I think I ran 17Ks. Then, I had 18Ks on Wednesday. Then, I had another 14 on Thursday. So, by the time I got to Thursday, my legs were like, Dude, can you just, you know take a just relax a bit it would have been like if there was a day in between there it would have been great if i had a run friday it would be much better but um you know all lumped together overload i suppose was the goal and we achieved it the um yeah the third the, the wednesday was rough because i like to train before dinner so like dinner for me ideally 6 30 at night Great, sit down, eat dinner. No later than 6.30, I'm happy. If I can eat at 5 and be done by 6, perfect. Ideal, ideal situation. Um, but that wasn't the case on Wednesday. Didn't, like, had shit to do during the day, then didn't get free until 
didn't start till 5, 4.35. So I didn't finish until it was an 18K run. So I didn't finish till like 6.45, which meant I had to come home, have dinner. Um, it was quite late for me. I wasn't used to, not used to training that late. And it was, you know, just interesting. It kind of like, I don't know, threw me out a bit. And then I had to wake up relatively early the next day to run again. I just don't think my body had the chance to kind of, you know, recover from it. But you know what? I got through it. Happy days. And then that brings us to, well, yesterday I just had a swim, which was really nice. Um, and then today I bombed out again. Classic me move. I was like, so I don't know if anyone else, I don't know if anyone does this, but I do this all the time when I'm riding, even running or even anything. Um, I will more so riding because running, I'm doing intervals and stuff, so it's different. But riding, you know, if I have a four-hour long ride like I did today, I'll just go out and I like to get more than halfway. That's my, like, I like to have, I like to get more than halfway and know that I've got less to do than I've done. So I was like, you know what? You know, I kept riding. I was like, I'll stop at an hour and I'll have something to eat and something to, you know, a proper drink and I'll sit there, like, I'll stretch up, maybe take my gloves off, whatever. Um, and then I got to an hour and I was like, you know what? I can take my gloves off while I'm riding. So I did that and then I didn't stop. So I was like, you know what? I'll just get to an hour and a half and then I'll stop and then I'll have a you know bit of a break, a bit of some, some food, whatever. And I was like, got to an hour and a half and I was like, no, nah, you know what? I'm going to turn around because I hit my turnaround point for the, the course I was doing. I was like, you know what? I'm going to turn around. I'm going to go back, go back up the mass, go back up King Lake, go back up the hill and then I'll stop there. And then I, you know, got there and I was like, you know what, I may as well go downhill. I'm at the top. I may as well just go down. So that brought me to two hours and I was like, no, go down, get to the bottom. I'll be over halfway. And then I did that and I was like, you know what, I'll go a little bit further just so I don't have any hills to do and I'll take a break. So I did that and that brought me to like nearly two and a half hours. And I was like, you know what, perfect, I'll stop. Um, That was my biggest mistake because... I like to just keep pushing it and keep pushing it and keep pushing it. But when you've got like a four-hour ride, you know, I could get away with that if my ride was three hours. It would have been fine because I would have just got home and would have died at home. But I still had another hour and a half when I got to the two-and-a-half-hour mark. So that meant that from that point on, like I had I had brought bananas with me and a gel. So I smashed, you know, four bananas at my stop it was too late i was already fucked it was already like my the writing was already on the wall i was already going down so moral of the story is if you're gonna go out for a, a long ride make sure you fuel from the start don't leave it until the last minute because then you'll end up like me i just limped home for an hour and a half it was so bad i yeah i don't know even like now if i apologize if i'm a bit cooked because the day tends to be a bit of a write-off when I bonk or bomb out um, because my brain just doesn't work properly for the rest of the day. So I apologize if I'm a bit spacey on this one. The um, it, it might just be the after effects of not eating enough, not drinking enough, you know. I'm always trying to push that a little bit further. Just don't want to, I want to get over halfway. I don't want to stop before I get over halfway because otherwise I'm going to have more than I've done and that just, nah, fucks with me. So... I mean, don't do what I do, but like you can laugh at it. It's funny. Fuck, I'll laugh at it. I'll laugh at it tomorrow. Um, so yeah, that brings me to right now. And then what have I got tomorrow? I've got another ride tomorrow, double ride weekend. So much fun. I have to ride uh, two hour, two and a half hours, which is not that bad. I might take my TT, the old TT. At the moment, it's a clothes horse, but I might take the TT bike out. And then... Um, 
I'm going to run 16Ks off the bike, which will be nice and easy, I reckon. I'm going to check the pacing of it now. I mean, it'll be easy, it'll be relatively easy. Because if you've ever run off, fun fact, if you've ever run off the bike before, you run really fast. Like, you just do. Sorry. You can actually hold pretty good paces. So it's 10Ks at 5 minutes 3 per kilometer. 4Ks at 4.50, then a 2K cooldown. Nice. Happy days. I think it's the same as last week. Yeah, you can run really fast as long as you hold on. If you don't, if you can't hold on and you start to go downhill, then yeah, the shit's going to hit the fan. But if you can hold on, you can run really fast and run some really good Ks. Find my my limit is like five. Oh, it's a bit longer now. Used to be five Ks, but now I feel like I can get you know solid ten out, and then I start feeling the effects of the ride. But now it's like yeah, I can get ten. The first two is weird. Then it's like all right, I'm in this. I'm in this fucking zone. I just churn them out. So I don't know if I'll go from home tomorrow. I might drive somewhere and ride from there and then run on somewhere where I can get 16Ks back to the car rather than walk back home because I don't want to do that. If I can't get a lift, I don't want to don't want to walk back home. Not interested at that at all. Um, what else has been going on? Hey, wild week. So I feel like so much has happened for me. A lot of it I can't talk about, but you know what? It's been a wild week. A wild ride. Oh, so... I bought a pair of race wheels for my bike a while ago. And when I bought them, I think the person selling them said they were 10-speed, which is 10 cogs at the... 10 rear gear cogs. And I was like, oh, 10-speed, my bike's at 11-speed. It's not going to work because if you the rear derailleur, which is the thing that changes the gears. If I have an 11 speed and I put a 10 speed um, wheel on or cog on, it means that it's going to keep changing and it's going to skip the last one and probably go into the spokes and ruin the wheel. I was like, it's not going to work. And it's a different gearing. Like it doesn't, it's not meant to line up properly. And I was like, fuck, I bought the wrong, like I spent, you know, over a thousand dollars and I was like, I bought these fucking wheels for nothing. So I've been trying to sell them for the past I don't know, over a year. And then someone messaged me on Marketplace and was like, hey, can you put them on the bike and give it a spin? I want to hear what they sound like. I just want to check the quality of them. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm not doing anything. May as well throw them on and send him a video. So I did that. And then I was changing the gears on the bike while it was on the bike stand. And they were changing fine. And then I counted the amount of cassettes or the amount of cogs at the back. And there was 11 of them. So, not 10. I have been living a lie for the past year. I thought it was a 10 speed, but it's actually an 11 speed. And then I was like, I'm going to take this for a little ride outside. And I did. And it worked fine. So, I could have raced with those wheels in cans instead of just my training wheels. So, yeah, I'm going to be using them in Geelong. And if I do any of the two times U races, I'll be using them for show. Get me some extra KMs, bruh. Um, so that's cool. Annoying that I haven't used them, but also cool for like now I'm not selling them. Forget it. I'm using them for me. Fuck. So I'm pumped with that. Shit. Um, but yeah, you can laugh at my, laugh at my, uh, mistake. I should have checked. I should have checked earlier, but I didn't because I'm a rookie. I'm a fucking rookie, mate. Um, yesterday, actually, no, I'm going to tell that next. How's this? I read something 
on the Instagram. Actually, I'll get to my uh, screen time too. I read something on the Instagram that there was this, I don't like this study because it's cruel and I hate it, um, but it, it was done in the 1940s, I think. It was around that time. Not excusing it, it's fucked, but interesting. So, it's a study done on rats and treading water. And what they did was they would put rats in like glasses or like test tubes, like things where they couldn't escape. And they would put them in there and there was just water in there. And they would time how long the rat could tread water, like could, you know, keep itself above water, it keep itself breathing and whatever. And then as soon as they started to sink, they would pull the rats out and, you know, put them aside and let them dry off and rest and get a bit of recovery. Then they would put them back in again and see how long they would take. And they averaged about 35 minutes the first time. And then the second time, they they lasted, on average, 60 hours. 60 hours. And they, you know, put it down to the fact that they were hoping you know, they were like, you know what? No, I'm going to get rescued soon. It's fine. I'll just keep going a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit longer. That's insane. 35 minutes to 16 hours. 35 minutes. And then they went to 60 hours, fatigued, after already maxing out at 35 minutes. Like 35 minutes was the max. They started to drown. They'd given up. Whereas they took them out, let them rest, put them back in. 60 hours. 60 fucking hours. It's a fucked up study, but... It just shows how, you know, I guess how much, like the fucking, you know, Goggins' 60-40 limiter is true. You're, you don't realize your true potential. You sit there, you know, only using 40% of it all the time or less than 40% of it because you just don't, you're not willing to, you know, push through that barrier. Whereas those rats were like, no, I'll get saved. They'll just go a little bit longer. And those little bits added up. And I guess it's the same with, like, that's why I like endurance racing, because that's the attitude. It's like, nah, just a little bit longer. Like, for me, with my rides, I mean, it bit me in the ass today. But it's like, nah, just keep riding a little bit further. Just a little bit further, it's fine. You know, just a little bit more, a little bit more, and then before you know it, you're done. So, I just think that's fucking wild that they went from 35 minutes as a max effort to 60 fucking hours. Jeez, I wonder what they would get if they did that with humans. Probably not a good thing to do. You'd probably get in trouble. That's some squid game shit right there. But um, yeah, I wonder what they would get if... I wonder what we would get. I wonder what I would get if that was my situation. Fucking hell. Crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. Anyway, going back to my other story, right? So this was Thursday. I think it was Thursday, right? My phone was stuck on 3G all morning. Couldn't... Like, couldn't download a podcast to listen to, couldn't do anything. It was so frustrating. My phone just had no internet. It was shit. Couldn't send messages properly. It was, like, the service was absolute dog shit. And I was driving through Eltham, an area that I have 5G all the time normally. I couldn't figure out what was wrong. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Anyway, got to got to the pool, did my swim, got out, same problem, still fucked. And I couldn't figure it out. It was really doing my head and restarted my phone. Nothing. I was like, how the fuck am I going to fix this? So I Googled Telstra outages, right? And searched the postcode that I was in. And as soon as I did that, it went back to 5G. That's a coincidence and a half. If it's not a conspiracy. As soon as I Googled Telstra outages, my phone was like, no, 5G works now. That's weird, don't you think? 
someone's watching, someone's listening. Someone was like, oh, fuck, I forgot. The, the dude watching me was like, fuck, I forgot. Flip the switch. Put it back in 5G. Not on, sir. If you're watching now, just leave it in 5G, yeah? I don't want no 3G bullshit. Leave it in 5G for me, bros. Thanks. Um, yeah, I just thought that was fucking wild. So, screen time check. Let's see how I've been doing this week. I've probably been doing... Oh, no, I'd be doing all right, I think. I, um... On average, daily average, four hours and 37 minutes. That's not good. What have I done? Day, I don't, I don't understand how to use this. I'm, I apologize if it's not working. What was last week's? Oh, I'm up from last week. Not good. Social is down. Entertainment is down as well. Health and fitness is up i think the only health and fitness thing i use is strava i've been better on a daily basis using less social media i've been trying to use less um i have ticked off the 40 minutes a couple of times and then just gone into fucking excessive 15 minute bursts like today i got stuck in a bit of a loop before i went into the shops it was weird i think i'm gonna put that down to my um extreme brain fatigue i was just sitting there like scrolling through reels and it was just i was like i know what i'm doing but I can't stop. I think it was just because I didn't have the brain capacity to pull myself out. I was like, ah, fuck it. These are entertaining. Um, but yeah, during the week, that happened. It's happening less, which I'm happy with. I promise that was a chair, not my bowels. Um, yeah. So, why is that? Anyway. So... I think that's it. I think that brings us up to date, except I have been journaling my psychology appointments, which has been pretty good. I mean, I've done the last three weeks, I think. So, tick. I want to make that a habit now. I'm going to keep doing it so that when it, everything that is going on sorts itself out, then I can actually tell you guys about, if you don't already know, I can tell you guys what the fuck's happening and what I've, what I've learned about myself, all these different things. I think, what did I touch on last time? I think I touched on the fact that I don't, I can't feel emotions because of what things that happened to me when I was younger, like the way I was brought up. I just don't have the capability of feeling emotions properly, which is a pretty weird thing, a pretty wild thing to hear. It's like that makes sense as to why I'm kind of robotic and, you know, super structured because I just didn't, yeah, couldn't, I didn't have the chance to feel things when I was younger or I did, but I had to mask them for certain reasons. And I had to pretend they were different. So I didn't really get the chance to like know what feelings feel like, which is fucked. But, you know, we're here now and I'm working on it, which is a positive. So I'll be an emotional ball, emotional wreck soon on here. I'll be crying, weeping. It'll be fucking entertaining, very entertaining for you guys. Um, so yeah, I've been journaling them. That way I can bring you guys up the speed. Actually, I got here. I'll see if I can, if there's anything I can read off the most recent one that doesn't. Yeah, no, I think that was, what was it? Seventh of this. Yeah, cool. I've taught myself not to feel emotion as a coping mechanism. Crazy. Who would have thought? Um, yeah, the rest of it. I'm going to keep a secret for now. But yeah, I just taught myself. I, didn't, I just couldn't feel emotion as a co- bit of a coping mechanism, which is, you know, not ideal. Um, so, like, when, I have, when I'm asked, 
when I got in there, she was like, oh, how do you feel? And I was like, yeah, good. And she's like, is that your actual answer? And I was like, I don't really know. Um, and she's like, how do you really feel? And it took me, I didn't, I just couldn't figure it out. Like I tried, I tried to think about it, but everything I thought of was just, I should feel this way. Not, I actually feel this way. So it was all just, it's a mess. It's a mess up in here at the moment um, in that respect. So stay tuned for progress. Um, anyway, this week I have decided, I still can't spell psychologist probably. This week, this week's topic, right? And I'm going to mention this before. I chose this topic. Actually, yeah, I chose this topic before I listened to a podcast. Just bear in mind i did listen to, i did choose this topic at the end of last week not i didn't choose it this week apologies um yeah i chose this topic last week not this week so i have decided to do sorry i'm just trying to um my topic is drum roll please should exercise be a part of everybody's lifestyle should it now i think it should um so that's the broad question i have written down some small questions some are probably going to be like i was writing them out and i was like yeah these would be helpful these would be helpful then i was like my i think i feel like the majority of my audience would exercise and does that kind of stuff so i was like ah maybe some of this isn't relevant to you guys but i'm going to read it out anyway because it doesn't hurt, um, and I'll answer the questions, maybe they're useful, maybe you guys have different opinions to me, so maybe it'll provoke some interesting thoughts in you, in your brains, that'd be cool if it did, um, but yeah, so we're kicking it off, kicking it off, should exercise be a part of everybody's lifestyle, my initial answer is yes, that may change, and I'll give a bit of a fucking summary up at the end but yes it should i it's just i can't see why it wouldn't why it shouldn't um now first question should everybody exercise on a regular basis why uh well i think yes everyone should exercise on a regular basis maybe a biased opinion but that's my opinion um because i feel like it's good for both physically and mentally like Exercise helps you physically by keeping your body healthy, fit and healthy and strong, and mentally by just allowing yourself to, I don't know, process things better, gets rid of, gets rid of that cloudiness you feel, and it just makes you feel fucking good, endorphins, they make you feel great, um, for me, I'm always so productive after I've exercised, so, like, it makes me feel better physically and mentally because i'm you know i'm hitting it hard after exercise unless i've done what i did this morning and bonked and then it's like mm, the opposite i have brain fog i feel like i'm going to sleep at the wheel like it's real bad but like it is and if i'm answering this on a you know normal level exercise is good yes people should exercise on a regular basis it should be part of your routine your daily routine your life routine it should be part of what you do it shouldn't be something that you you know, you shouldn't be a chore. You should just accept that it's something you've got to do because the sooner you accept that it's something you've got to do, the better it is. If you think back to our, our ancestors, now I know this like this topic and this, or not this topic, but this argument of our ancestors did this, our ancestors did that is like, has been fucking strung out, but it's true. Think back to our ancestors, mate. Those guys were fucking running around all day, every day, 
doing shit on foot, no transportation, nothing. They weren't sitting there at a desk doing fuck all. They were running around, collecting stuff, carrying shit, chasing fucking food, doing all sorts of stuff. They weren't just sitting there doing nothing. Like they would sit there and do nothing on some on, on some occasions. I'm sure, I'm sure, but they would work their fucking asses off as well. So there's a, there's a balance. They would probably exercise every fucking day. That's what we're kind of built to do. Humans, are, you've got to try and you got to keep that shit moving. You got to like tickle that itch. And if you don't tickle that itch, you end up, you know, overweight with issues. Like you end up with fucking joint issues. You end up with fucking, you know, weak bones. I don't know what it's called. Like arthritis? Bone, like you end up with just weak bones. You fracture easily. Your bone density goes down if you don't, you know, keep on top of it. Like your body just starts to break down if you're not keeping yourself strong, keeping yourself active. So I think it's just... Like, it is super important that everyone should because it keeps your body functioning at the level it should. It prevents you from getting sick. Like, you you just, you're healthier. Fuck. Just being, you know, touchy subject, subject of people being obese and overweight and stuff, but just not being overweight is super fucking beneficial for your health. Just by default. So if you do a bit of exercise, if you do more exercise than nothing then that's going to benefit you more than you know not doing it and just sitting there and doing fuck all and eating shit like even if you're still eating shit just a little bit of exercise is better than not doing it at all so i think it should be part of everybody's life on a regular basis and it should be something that you have you've not you feel you have to do something that you wake up and you're like all right i've got to exercise because it keeps you healthy. It keeps you fit, especially if you work a sedentary jo- uh, sedentary job and sit around doing you know nothing all day at a desk. You got to get out there and exit. You've got to fucking do shit because otherwise your body's just gonna morph and you're gonna become like this fucking cripple. You're just gonna be sitting there with tight hip flexors and a rounded back. Um, so exercise is fucking very important. Um, next question is probably super relevant. What if you don't have time for exercise? Then for that, I would suggest getting up a bit earlier. Um, maybe going to bed a bit earlier so you can get up a bit earlier. Like, what are you doing that makes you not have time? If you're working 16 hours, different. If you're working 12 hours, all right, that's fair enough. It also depends on what you're doing for work. If you're working a physically active job, like you're out trading, carrying fucking wheelbarrows of shit around, doing all sorts of stuff, you know, or even in a hospital, walking fucking 20,000 steps on a shift, that's active. That's different to sitting around at a desk doing nothing, like not doing nothing, but not doing anything physical all day. They're different professions. You've got to weigh that shit up. Um, So taking that out of it, if you don't have time for exercise, you do have time for exercise because that's like, it's a very easy excuse to make. Um, Like I think back to it's like it's a hard one to kind of get used to, but I think back to when I was doing my Ironman training, man, I had no fucking time. I don't know how the hell I managed to do that and still, you know, work and still, you know, fucking do stuff. Like at the moment, I'm not working and training. I'm like, damn, I'm training a fair bit at the moment, you know, fucking hell. But my Ironman training was, you know, way more than I'm doing at the moment. And I managed to work as well. Whereas at the moment, I'm not working and I'm fucking not struggling, but you know, I guess I am sleeping a bit more though, because I'm getting a bit later, getting up a bit later, see, that's it, you've just got to get up a bit earlier, if you want to do it, and you can't, don't have time to, just get up a little bit earlier, and, and squeeze it in, you only need half an hour, half an hour, 45 minutes, squeeze something in, it's not, not that difficult, 
three times a week. It's better than not doing it. Go for a walk after dinner. It's better than nothing. Um, so yeah, what if you don't have time for exercise? The answer to that is you do have time for exercise. You just don't want to make the time, unfortunately. Um, all right. What are some easy ways to get moving? Wonderful. Now, this is one of my favorite questions. Because I wrote it. Um, if you... So, easy ways to get moving and easy ways to exercise could be... Like, for me, if I was to, you know, go back to this, where I started doing this kind of stuff, I would just start with a minimum effective dose. Meaning, just go in... Go into the gym, sign up to the gym, go into the gym or go for a walk and just do something that you can wrap your head around doing. For me, I would just go into the gym. I don't even know what I used to do. I'd just fucking hit some lap pull downs, you know, look at a machine, see someone on and be like, cool, I want to do that next. Do that next. Just fuck around and explore. That's what I used to do and that would work. I'd go in for, you know, half an hour, 45 minutes and just jump from machine to machine and crush it out. Easy. You could, if you, you know, if you're too over, if the gym's too overwhelming, fine, don't go to the gym, go for a walk, just find a nice little loop at a park or something and just walk that small, small amount you can wrap your head around and it's not that way. It's not scaring you. It doesn't like become too daunting. And once you do that, you do that, you know, do it again, do it another time. You know, you get to a certain time, you're like, you know what? I feel like I'm for a bit more. I might add on this part and slowly, slowly, slowly you just increase your capacity your work capacity that's how you know the gym worked for me i would um you know get in there do a little bit little bit little bit slowly do a bit more bit more try different things you know and then eventually i got to the training style where i was doing like all sorts of stuff but it was it's cool you just slowly build into it don't like so many people fuck up because they set these huge wildly outlandish goals at the start, they don't give themselves time to kind of ease into it. They just set these fucking giant goals straight off the cuff and they go out there and then they don't achieve the goals because their goals are too big and they become too overwhelming and they fail. That's not the way to do it. The way to do it is little tiny goals with a big, you know, a reasonably big um, end goal and you slowly work your way up to that. Not just fucking setting this huge outlandish goal and being like, I'm going to get to that one day. And then you like, you know, you train your ass off for a month and you're not even fucking close. You haven't even moved forward a tiny bit. Then you're like disheartened and you give up. So the goal was pointless. You got to set smaller goals, smaller achievable goals um, to get you to that big goal. And then they just, you know, bite-sized chunks. So the way it's done, bro. Um, What's some easy ways to get moving? Another one is do stuff that you enjoy. Do things that, you know, you're like, yeah, that could be fun. You know, what, kicking a footy with a mate. Great, do that. Go on for a walk with your dog. That's fun. Do that. Go on for a swim. Fantastic. Go for a swim in a sauna. Hit the gym. Hit some bicep curls in a sauna. Do some fun shit. doesn't always have to be fucking difficult stuff. doesn't have to be stuff you don't like doing. Just start off with the fun shit and then you will get better and you will find... You know, you'll add things in and you'll grow. It's just the way it is. You know, it's the same with every... Sorry. Oh, oh boy. That uh, that ride's catching up to me real fast. Um, yeah, just do stuff you enjoy. It doesn't have to be over- overly complicated. You don't have to make things fucking super difficult on yourself. Just do things you enjoy. Um, 
coming in hot with a polarizing question here. Not a polarizing, well, a polar opposite to the one I just asked. Is there such thing as too much exercise? Yes, there is. Um, I was probably doing it for a very long time when I was, you know, caught in a bit of a bit of a trap um, with my eating disorder and body dysmorphia. So yes, there is such thing as too much exercise. How do you know that you're doing too much exercise? It's very hard to know. You generally, when it starts impacting your social life and you like feel really like angry or upset that you can't exercise, it's probably having somewhat of an effect on you. Um, that's the, like that, they're the telltale signs. If I used to get really pissed off if I couldn't exercise because something would come up. That's, you know, that's a telltale sign. You need to be okay with letting it go. It's different if you're training for something. Like for me, if I was training for the Ironman and I missed a session on the weekend, I'd be annoyed because it's like that's a prime time. That's like fucking eight hours of training that I've missed because of something that is out of my control. That warrants me being upset. That's an eight-hour training weekend. But like I would get cut about missing a fucking 45-minute session. That At the end of the day, I'll be in the same spot I am now if I missed it or if I did it. It doesn't really matter. Um, fuck, that was a loud motorbike. So... Yeah, like there is such thing as overtraining. It's went like or doing too much exercise. You've just got to be mindful of how it's impacting your life. And like, you know, for me at the moment with my Ironman stuff, I'm not a professional athlete. I'm not. It's a hobby. I enjoy it. I'm not going to be a professional athlete. So like I still struggle with missing sessions. It's only because I like, I'm, I'm justifying it now. It's only because I like, um, you know, doing everything right, ticking all the boxes and stuff like that because I don't want to get to the event and know that I miss stuff because then it just plays in my mind but at the end of the day I'm not a professional I'm just fucking doing it for fun I'm doing it to enjoy it so if I miss sessions whatever it's not a big fucking deal I can still I'm still gonna rock up and I'm still gonna do well um I just you know I just want to make sure I cover all bases (gasps) fuck (sighs) so I can tick my goals off and then if I don't hit my goal, then it's like, you know what? I did everything I could. I tried. I really had a red hot crack. And I don't have like, you know what? I shouldn't have missed those sessions. Um, but back to the question. Yes, there is such thing as too much exercise. You shouldn't let it impact your social life. You shouldn't let it impact your personal life. Like you should still be able to enjoy your life. You should, should still be able to feel things. Like it's different if you're training for a competition, like a bodybuilding prep. That's one thing that fucks a lot of people's social lives because you can't eat what everyone else is eating. You've got to have your own meal prep. Um, you've got to be tight with that. Otherwise, you're not going to get to the point you want to get to. So I think that's one, you know, that's an exception too. When you're prepping for something or you're training for something. But once you stop training for that, that's when you kind of realize that you're probably being a bit excessive with with that and you've got to try and let normality kind of set back in. And I see a lot of people struggle with that. I see a lot of people struggle with, you know, going from regimented meals and then back to normal life where they're like, I don't really have to eat these controlled meals. And then they tend to eat too much because they're not controlled. It's just a whole fucking thing. So, there is definitely such thing as too much exercise. You've just got to be mindful of how it's affecting your personal life and how it's controlling you. You can't let it control you. If it controls you, then that's, you know, if your exercise is controlling you, then it's probably you're probably doing too much or you're probably a bit obsessive with it and you probably should take a look at it and delve a bit deeper and kind of try and sort through it because it's probably going to become a problem at some point. That's where I was in the past. Um, so I have experience with that. 
I think that's a good summary for that one. Next question. Um, how do you find a balance between too much and not enough? Wonderful question, Anthony. Thank you, Anthony. Um, this one's a tough one. This one's a tough one, I guess. I guess it comes back to what I was talking about previously. Like, you need to find a balance where you can still enjoy your, your life on a personal and, like, relationship level, but at the same time, you're still enjoying your exercise. Like, for me, I like to train. I love doing it. It's something I fucking enjoy. And at the moment, I'm un- unable to do as much strength work as I would like because of my Ironman training taking priority. And that kind of, like, I don't know. I don't... I like it, but at the same time, I miss it. I miss being able to, you know, write my own workout and be like, yeah, I want to do some of these. I want to do that. I want to do this. And at the moment, it's just a bit repetitive. It's just swim, bike, run. That's all I'm doing. And then maybe one strength session where I get to, you know, cram everything into one set, one, um, like an hour. That's, I got to cram all my fun shit into an hour. So like there, you need to, you got to find a balance. You, it's doable. Um, it's like sorry i'm going to reread the question how do you find a balance between too much and not enough yeah so there's there's definitely a balance there you just got to find it it's hard because you do too much you get injured you overtrain and you end up missing more of the things you love and that's happened to me so many times in the past because i haven't been on top of recovery i haven't done all that stuff like i've just missed missed recovery sessions don't didn't stretch didn't do anything like that and it bit me in the ass later on it's um it's one of those things where you've got to just, you've got to be on top of it. You've got to be, sorry, I'm writing notes for later. Um, you've got to be on top of it. You've got to be mindful of how your body's feeling, how you're tracking physically and emotionally and mentally. Uh, you just got to know, learn the telltale signs of, you know, when you're going to fucking break, when you're going to, when you're going to get injured, when you're going to, you know, hurt yourself or when you're going to push it too far and then end up missing more of the stuff you love so there is definitely a balance you just got to find it and the hardest part is finding it because you have to you know trial and error you're gonna fuck it you're gonna fuck up you're gonna get injured you're gonna you know you're gonna burn out you're gonna not have the fucking mental capacity to do it it's just gonna happen if you are into it you know if you're into it heaps yeah it's gonna fucking happen you're gonna you're gonna those things are gonna happen to you like, but if you're, you know, just training a couple of times a week and you go in, do what you got to do and get out, then it probably won't happen to you because I guess it's different. I guess my perspective is going to be different from the, from gen pop, you know, general population because I'm, I've trained for some pretty fucking big things. Um, and I've put in a lot of hours for them and that's different to say someone who goes to the gym four times a week, for 45 minutes, you know, for me doing that is like, what? That's insane. I don't have to train every single day. I don't have to train twice every single day. Like I looked at my average workout length um, on my Whoop uh, monthly report, and it was like ninety minutes. And I'm doing double sessions. Nearly, I'm doing double sessions every day during the week, and I'm doing single sessions of over two hours on a Sunday and over three hours four hours, sometimes five hours on a Saturday. Um, that's fucked if you put that to someone, you know, in gen pop. Like I, people ask me what I do for training-wise all the time and I'll, I'll tell them and the look on their face is like, what the fuck? And for me, it's nothing because I'm desensitized to it. I've been doing it for so long. It's not a big deal. It's not a fucking big deal. Like it, it's hard, but it's not a big, it's not that big. I've done more. 
Um, and it's just, it's wild to think that. Like I look at the people that I, I train with and do, you know, hang out with, they do the same, if not more. I know other people who do way more than me. And to me, that's why when I think of the shit that I do, it's like, eh, it's normal. When it's not, it's fucking not normal. Um, there are only a few people that do that stuff. And I guess those people are, you know, passionate about what they want to passionate about the sport or they're professionals. One of the two. They're either super passionate about it or they're, you know, pros. Um, I have gone completely off track with this question. So how do you find a balance between too much and not enough? trial and error baby trial and error that's it you got to just you're going to make the mistakes and you're going to learn from them that's the the best way that's the best way like you know people would people would tell me that it made the mistake i didn't i'm not a person who listens i don't know i don't listen well to things like that so for me that was you know a, a drawback a big drawback people would tell me like you got to you know, you got to throw it back a bit. You got to recover a bit more. Do all this, that. And I'd be like, yeah, 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 no worries. Get injured. And I'd be like, fuck, they were right. Should have listened. I made that mistake so many times, and I'm still making that mistake. Um, so yeah, you just got to, you know, make mistakes and learn from them. That's that's probably the best advice I can give you. Otherwise, listen to people telling you that you're doing too much or not doing enough, um, because they're also right too. Like I feel like that's another side of it another side of the, the coin is people don't do enough and they wonder why they're not getting results oh my gosh apologies um yeah some people don't even do enough some people are like why am i not getting results you know but they go into the gym and they just put in the junk intensity like junk time like they if you don't know what that term means it's like in a, at the end of a football game or you know end of a and a sporting game where like you know they bring on all the, sh- the shit players or like the you know the non-starters or in the case of end of the footy game they just kick the ball around junk time possessions like kick the ball around wasting time on the clock so they win um if you're going in the gym with junk time intensity and you're just cruising flo- through and you know not really pushing you know doing sets of 10 um fucking bench press but with a weight that's easily manageable for 10 then you're probably not gonna fucking get the results you want whereas if you go in if you train three if you go into the gym every day with junk time intensity and someone else goes in um you know three days a week and they train with fucking like they train they train they train bro then they're gonna probably go further than you because if you're going in with junk time intensity you may as well not even be there like there's no point sometimes like i guess it depends on your circumstance but then again junk time intensity is completely relevant to your own capabilities so like my junk time intensity is going to be different to someone who is just starting out my junk time intensity might be their absolute maximum it might even be more than their maximum they may not even be able to keep up with my junk time intensity because they're just starting out so it's relevant to them it's not junk time intensity to them it's like i'm fucking trying bro like it's all it's all relevant so there's also that other side of the fucking coin, you know, not pushing hard enough, not doing enough, not actually getting yourself into the zone where you're going to be making gains. I feel like I went well and truly off track with that question, but you know what? Here we are. Um, next one is, are we as a people at risk of becoming more and more sedentary? Yes, I think we are. Um, if you look at more and more jobs these days as just chilling out behind a desk. And I feel like all the technology we have is making that more and more prominent. Like you sit down, you know, you sit on your phone, you sit on your laptop, 
you sit on your TV, or not on your TV, you sit down watching your TV, you fucking play video games, all this stuff is sedentary stuff. Um, we don't stand up and do shit anymore. No one, like you look at the young generations, they're not going outside running around doing stuff. You know, especially the last year, we were told to just stay indoors. They're not going out doing stuff, not having fun activities. They're just chilling out inside, playing video games, you know, not doing a bunch. And that's, I guess, that traject- we're following that trajectory. Like, you know, people are less and less active. You know, obesity is becoming more and more prominent. And I guess we're not really doing anything about it. It's just become one of those things. It's like, yep, cool, whatever, you know, keep going. It's fine. And it's... It's going to become a problem. It's definitely going to become a problem. You know, people are getting weaker as we're getting weaker as a species. Like if you look at, compare us to animals, compare us specifically to chimpanzees. Chimps are fucking savages, dude. They're so strong, insane, strength-wise, just brutal. I don't give a fuck if it's cold outside. I don't give a fuck about anything. They're fucking chimps. Us, we're so soft. We are so pudgy. Even if you're fucking jacked and on steroids, you're still pudgy as shit. It doesn't matter. Um, you're still going to be, you're still softer than an animal who's outside fucking, you know, wrestling with the fucking weather every day, all day, every day. We're soft. We're becoming more and more sedentary, more like lazier and lazier. We get technology to do things for us. We're doing less and less ourselves. And it's, you know, we're going to get to a point where it's like, eh, I'll just plug myself into the computer and let the computer do the work. And you just sit there like a fucking zombie. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think we need to, you know, fight to get more of our active nature back. Um, a lot of things I spoke about with people this week actually lined up with the topic that I chose, which is awesome. I was speaking to Ben. Oh man, shutting my eyes felt so good just then. Fuck, I could probably fall asleep on this. It'd be pretty interesting if I did while talking. Just had a nap. Insane. Um, I was talking to Ben, and we we're talking about. He asked me, he's like, how many calories do you burn a day on average? Just He's like, just curious. Um, and I was like, I'll go by my whoop because that probably gives me a better gauge. And it was like 4,000, 4,500 between there on a daily basis. Um, I don't really like, I don't really do a lot during the day. That's just from my training and my uh, BMR based metabolic rate. And he came back with a, you know, interesting fact that like a lot of people he sees with the work that he does is that like they would burn maybe two and a half thousand calories a day that's it like including training if this is if calorie calculations are accurate or correct which they're probably you know not but even you know relatively we're both probably working about the same so that's a huge difference. Like, I know I'm training for a fucking Ironman. I, I know I do that. I know I do a lot of exercise, but there's a big gap. Like, if you're, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming people are eating more than 2,500 calories a day. Like, I don't really know how many calories I eat during the day, but it's definitely more than 2,500, that's for sure. Yes, I'm exercising and probably burning more than I'm eating. Mm, I don't know. Today I had a lot of cookies. Um, I'm probably burning more than I'm eating a lot of the time, but... Um, like, I know a lot of people are definitely eating more than they're fucking burning and they're thinking, I trained today, it's fine, I'll just eat more. That's why you're gaining weight, bruh. Because you're not being honest with yourself. You're like, yeah, I trained hard, but you, did you really train hard? Or did you go in there just to work out and put in junk time intensity just to get through the workout and now you're going to like reward yourself for going and not really training that hard? Like, you probably did that. 
I mean, yes, I'm generalizing, but you know what? It's fucking true. A lot of people do that shit, man. A lot of people just fucking go there, go through the motions, don't do a whole lot, and then complain when they don't lose weight. It's your fault. You got to put in more fucking effort, dude. And then don't lie. Don't be like, oh, you know what? Chips don't count. This doesn't count. This doesn't count. That doesn't count. Like, you got to be honest with yourself with what you're eating, too. Like, yeah, you shouldn't put good and bad labels on food, but you also should because you shouldn't just eat shitty processed food all the time. You should be eating fucking whole foods, whole fruit and vegetables um, as much as you can because they're fucking great for you. I have eaten so many mangoes this week. I bought seven the other day because they were on special at Woolies and they were the most beautiful looking mangoes I've seen in my life. Bought seven of them, had like, I've had three a day for the last couple of days. It's been great. Um, they're fucking delicious. So, like, that I just distracted the shit out of myself. Probably good, though, because I was going into a bit of a rant. Like, you've just got to, I don't know, be honest with yourself with what you're eating and the, the, the intensity that you're putting into your exercise. Just be honest with yourself. And that's the best way that you can kind of pull yourself out of that risk of being caught up in the sedidarity, sedidarity of the world at the moment and keep yourself on track. Um, another good tidbit of information to add to that one is the leading cause of death in all developed nations is heart disease or diabetes. Um, and that there is another metric of obesity, I suppose, because a lot of people have heart disease and diabetes are overweight. I'm not talking about the diabetes that you can be born with. I'm talking about like, not the um, autoimmune diabetes. I'm talking about diabetes that comes from eating too much sugar and being overweight. So I think that says something about developed nations is like the leading cause of undeveloped nations like third world countries is disease because, you know, that's what it's going to be if you don't have enough you know, medical centers and stuff set up to treat that, it's going to be disease. But for us, it's heart disease and, you know, diabetes, which is ridiculous. Where, like, those guys are starving for food, yet we've got so much, so we get fat and we fucking kill ourselves because of it. It's so stupid. It is so stupid. We just eat too much and kill ourselves because we've got, because we can. We're like, fuck it. You know what? I can eat fucking heaps of food. I'm just going to, you know die a few years early it's fine why would you not why would you want to do that to yourself why wouldn't you want to just pull yourself out of that it's ridiculous but that stat there that fact there that developed nations um the leading cause of all leading cause of death leading blah blah, blah 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 welcome to training brain um the leading cause of death in all developed nations is fucking heart disease and diabetes why that is, that's another key fact that backs up, you know, we are probably becoming more and more sedentary as we go, we need to fucking get out there and get active and do shit and lose this weight, stop having fucking diabetes and heart disease as the leading cause of death, fuck, that's really bad, that's really bad, because it shows we are just so chill, we don't have any problems in our life, we can just sit there, keep eating and keep dying of fucking these shitty diseases, it's pretty fucking bad, like, I don't know, for me, it, I guess, I don't know, it's super relevant, it's super individually relevant, I don't even know if that made sense, like, I guess it's just relevant to your personal circumstance, like, for me, if I knew that getting overweight and eating shitty food was going to kill me, then I wouldn't fucking do it, or I would exercise to prevent it from happening, or I would exercise to try and reverse the effects of what I'd done so far, 
Um, thankfully, I'm not in that position, and I don't think I'll ever will be, just because of the attitude I have and the like knowledge I have towards it. I don't like it. I don't like that lifestyle. It's not something. Not something for me. Um, so, fuck that. Um, you know, if you're listening and you're overweight and you're worried about that happening, then do something to change it. It's not that. It's not that difficult. Like it may seem like the hardest thing in the world. But it's, I promise you, it's not. You've just got to start. Just start. Take that first fucking step and you'll be so proud of yourself. Think of like, I know it's a cliche thing to say, but all these people are like, you know, start today and then look back and think how far you've come in three weeks. Like, it's so true though. Um, I'm so glad I started this podcast when I did. 23 episodes deep, yo. I'm so glad I started when I did because... If I hadn't started then, then I'd started now, I'd start next year and it's, you know, I'm already 23 episodes behind and I've learned so much in these episodes. I've learned better ways of communicating what I'm doing. So, like if you are overweight and you want something to kind of encourage that or you want, looking for a sign to kind of push you to make that first start, let this be it. Do it. Get out there. Start moving your body. Let it do what it was supposed to do. Let it fucking move. It craves it. Your body craves movement. It loves it, bruh. Loves it. Um, that leads me into something that I think I, te- I think I mentioned at the start. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but this week I listened to a podcast, uh, Joe Rogan's podcast with Peter At- Peter Atia, um, and it was just a massive coincidence that I listened to that because I had already picked the topic of you know should exercise be a part of everybody's lifestyle, and I was listening to the podcast, and he got to the point saying that I think he's I don't know what his credentials are I'm going to look him up just because I don't want to like misrepresent misrepresent him um, you know on this when we're doing it was a really good podcast so I would recommend you listen to that that and there was another one that I listened to it was oh, Derek from More Plates More Dates It was that was really good too because they just touched on like steroids and um, how people are probably slipping through the cracks and that it's more prominent than we think it is. Like there are so many people that are taking steroids and performance enhancing drugs these days. It's insane. Like I see so many people on Instagram that are taking shit for sure and they just, they don't mention it. No one really talks about it. Everyone just lets it slide under the rug. But you can tell when someone's taking it. I know I personally can. Not to 100% accuracy, but I have a pretty good idea. Like if I see someone who's, you know, gone from looking pretty, like, you know, pretty good or like normal, and then all of a sudden they're fucking jack, their forearms are like out here and their fucking veins popping all over themselves, they're probably taking some shit. Like they're probably taking growth hormone or something um, or testosterone. So it's worth listening to that's it's a long one um but it's worth listening it's very interesting anyway going back to where is it peter atia so he is a physician focused on the applied science of longevity and host of the drive podcast so he studies longevity and how to live longer basically um and what they're focusing on at the moment is fitness and health and fitness and exercise strength all that kind of stuff and how that impacts your longevity as a person and he came up with some pretty cool facts okay um firstly smoking and diabetes will double or triple your risk of death depending on the time you've been smoking or the time you've been overweight and developed diabetes depending on the time frame it will double or triple your risk of dying um which is pretty crazy 
but this one's even crazier. Having an elite level VO2 max reduces your cause mortality by five times. So even if you're smoking and it doubles your risk of death, if you have an elite level VO2 max, you're still reducing it by three points. Like you're still reducing it by three times as much, which is crazy. Um, I heard that and I was like, this, that's insane. I'm so glad I'm doing Ironman and triathlon training because it means that, you know, my my risk of just dying of all-cause mortality, which means dying in any way, shape, or form, is reduced by five times. Because I have like my VO2 max is elite. It's in that 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 group, which is fucking crazy. Like if that's not a um a sign to get out and exercise and do things, then what the fuck? I don't understand. If that's not something like that's uh, why isn't that being told to everyone? Why isn't that being saying, hey guys, if you have an elite level VO2 max, your risk of dying goes down by five times as much. That's fucking insane. Insane. How can we not be promoting this shit and telling people, hey guys, maybe you should lose weight because being overweight increases your risk of death by three times, but if you exercise and have a fucking pretty good VO2 max, your risk of death goes down by five times as much. Insane. Um, he also said this: the studies are starting to show that strength is more important than muscle mass, and the tests that, like the tests they're doing to test strength, are like dead hang, and how quickly you can stand and sit three times, uh, five times. Like it's just basic stuff that you need when you get older. Basic strength stuff that help. And like you know, you think about it when as you get older, sitting down and standing up is pretty hard. But if you maintain strength through that stuff, you're gonna be you, your the quality of life will be better too. And it just, you know, your quality of life will be better as you get older, as opposed to, you know, getting to your fucking 50s and then being like, oh shit, I can't even stand up anymore. Like, wouldn't you rather be strong through, strong enough to kind of maintain your bone strength, maintain your muscle, your muscle strength to be able to do things that, you know, other people can't during your your older years. So not only is it important to have a, you know, a decent VO2 max or an aerobic capacity, it's also important to be strong. Um, because that stuff's going to help you as you get older. And, oh, well, there was something somewhere else I was going with this. That's right. So the examples that he said is if you want to, you know, get your VO2 max up or you want to build your aerobic capacity up, 45 minutes, three times a week. That's it. Easy zone two exercise. That could be riding a bike at zone two. Zone two is, you know, your heart rate's up, but it's not really up. Like you can still talk, you can still do all sorts of things, you know. You're just moderately moving. Um, might be a walk, might be a jog, you know, on the bike, on the rower, just something moderately, 45 minutes, three times a week. Or I think he said you can do um, threshold efforts, like might be like five minutes or maybe it was like three minutes on, three minutes off for like half an hour or something. Um, that's another way to do it. You just do that once a week, I think, but you got to fucking die in that three minutes. So, you know, the the... Three times 45 sounds a bit more manageable. Um, but yeah, it's insane. Like I would recommend listening to that podcast too. Another super informative one just about longevity and the things you can do. Like they go into depth about all the different tests and why the tests are relevant and all that stuff. Um, it's just, it's fucking common sense. Ladies and gentlemen, um, my GoPro overheated. I thought I was going to run out of storage before anything else happened or run out of battery because I wasn't prepared and didn't charge the batteries, but it overheated. 
Um, but the break in momentum, it's a killer. But um, what I was saying, is I look pretty fucking good at the moment, eh? I might post a couple of these pictures later because they look sick. Um, golden hour, ladies and gentlemen. What I was saying is, yeah, it's common sense. If you can improve, if you can make your life longer and you can reduce the risk of death by five times by just exercising why wouldn't you make that a part of your life like i intentionally put this last put this topic or this point last because it's a fucking no-brainer dude it's an open and shut open and shut case like if you can improve the, the the length if you can increase the length of your life and improve the quality of your life by just exercising then it should be a part of your fucking life it should be something that you do every single day or most days during the week it should be something that you implement because you need to like you have to fucking do it if you can improve the quality of your life why wouldn't you fucking do it it'd be stupid not to it just wouldn't make sense wouldn't be logical unless you hated yourself in which case like that's probably you know probably gonna happen with a couple of people so in which case address that address that problem and then you will address the exercise problem um so I think that's a good point to wrap up the question of the, the question for today um, being should exercise be a part of everybody's lifestyle? Yes, it should because because if it can improve, if it can increase the length of your life and reduce your risk of death, then it should be something that you do without question. It should be something that you embrace as being a part of your life. It should be a tax to live because it, it is. If you exercise, you're going to live longer and you're going to live a better life. It's just fact. Open and shut, mate. Less disease, less sickness, less anything. You'll be sweet. Unless, of course, you take it too far, which you've got to be mindful of. But generally speaking, exercise will improve the quality of your life. Um, so, you know, do it. Do more of it. Happy days. Happy days. Uh, anyway. Going back to, I wrote some the notes I was writing during the podcast that were kind of probably annoying to a few people. I fucking racked up some for some time today. Hey, hour and two minutes. I wasn't even prepared for this episode. I was just like, you know, wrote these questions probably half an hour ago. So like, not half an hour ago, probably you know, two hours ago. Um, I was like, fuck, gotta record a podcast today. Better write some questions, and then I wrote them down. I guess I knew all week what I was talking about, so subconsciously I was probably thinking of it. Um, but yeah, here we are. Um, so what I was going to say is my recovery goals. How am I going? How am I tracking this week? So this week, big tick for the sauna. Um, halfway through the ice bath, I did a f- six-minute ice bath when I got back today, and I'm glad I did because otherwise I would be fucking out cold if I didn't. I think that helped me massively. Um, I plan on doing one tomorrow as well when I get back from my training session. Um, but yeah, sauna tick, ice bath tick, stretching, pretty big tick as well. I did stretch every time I was in the sauna and after two of my runs, one or two of my runs, I stretched as well. Uh, probably could do a bit more stretching, but it's got a tick for me because I feel like I've set aside the goal and then social media, eh, I don't know, bit of it, like maybe a half tick, maybe a little tick for social media. I've been pretty good with that. Um, and going to bed, I've been pretty good with that. Taking my magnesium, being really good. Um, so yeah, tick, I even put the recovery boots on once during this week, might use them again today. So tick for the recovery goals this week. Um, 
I was going to do another, I was going to do a segment called Open Tabs, which I'm ripping off from Bert Kreischer, something he did, but I think I'm going to save that. It's where you go through the tabs you've um, got open on your phone and talk about them. So I think I'm going to leave that for later or another 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 week, another one. Um, fuck, what should I talk about next week? What should next week's topic be? I like wrapping this up with, you know, a next week topic kind of thing. Hmm. I should talk about evolution. I don't know. I'm sure something will hit me during the week. But yeah, I think that's... I'm going to wrap it up. Wrap it up, guys. It's a shame that my thing I died with... I only had an extra four minutes recorded, but, you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Anyway, have a fucking fantastic week, um, week, weekend, day, whatever. Whenever you listen to this, I hope you enjoy it. Um, once again, hit me with some feedback. I always like the feedbacks. Um, if you have any topics I want you want me to cover off, tell me because I like, you know, I like a bit of assistance. Otherwise... Have a ripper day, guys. Get out there. Get it done. I'm going to get this to five minutes, an hour and five minutes, and then I'm going to sign off. So enjoy your weekend, week, anything. Enjoy, guys. Peace out, homies.